This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into the show. Well, Breast Cancer Foundation is fundraising for a new state-of-the-art pink camper van, which will allow its team of specialist breast nurses to reach more women in the country's most isolated and rural communities. To tell us a bit more, Aileen Rayner, Chief Executive of Breast Cancer Foundation New Zealand. Aileen, nice to have you on the show. How's things? Very well, thank you. Kia ora. So let's have a look at uh, some of the disparity here in terms of uh, the lowest participation rates. I was having a look through uh, the National Breast Screening Programme and uh, there is a bit of a disparity there, isn't there, between some more of the, uh, the isolated rural sectors compared to the urban counterparts? Yes, there absolutely is a disparity between what the regions have access to and uh, the main city centres. So when you look at the target, I think you've got a target um, of breast screen, Aotearoa, is 70%, right? And then uh, you've got the likes of, say, Waikato, Northland, Bay of Plenty, that are, you know, significantly, in some cases, under that 70% target. Yes, it, we, we know that in the rural areas, uh, getting women into screening is significantly harder simply because, you know, they have to travel longer periods of time, uh, they, it's not as easily accessible, so that always uh, reduces the screening um, participation. Yeah, so it's not a uh, a willingness thing here. It is chiefly and primarily, uh, a, I guess, a, a geographic thing, isn't it, really? Yeah, the geography makes it hard. Uh, so if you have to travel um, a long distance for a round trip for screening, uh, that can that can take time and planning. Or potentially they have to wait for the Breast Screen Aotearoa mobile bus to come in. Uh, and if you missed your mammograms during lockdown, uh, that the difference between the timing of that bus and when you were due for a mammogram could be quite different. So there are many, many reasons why it's harder for women in rural areas to access screening and also have um, breast health information. So tell us about the uh, the pink camper van, how it's going to work. Yeah, so the pink camper van uh, is essentially the replacement for our pink caravan at the moment, uh, affectionately named Pinky. Uh, the pink caravan will make it significantly easier for us to access more remote places, uh, being able to be self-drive, etc. Um, so it'll enable us to expand our early detection program to more rural and isolated um, communities which struggle to access the specialised health services. Yeah, it seems to be across the board that this is a, um, you know, it's a problem for, for any sort of a health service uh, in this country in terms of, uh, you know, getting to the more isolated parts. So I know that there's been similar things with, from other health departments that have done, you know, things along this line to, um, you know, to be able to reach people. It's kind of a necessity, isn't it? Oh, it's an absolute necessity. Uh, Pinky, our iconic pink caravan, uh, first came about as a, as a trial uh, and what we've discovered over her existence, now that she's somewhat older, is the fact that it's absolutely needed within the region. So we provide a vital service. Uh, so raising funds for the new pink camper van is fundamentally important to a step change what we can deliver and access more isolated communities. So what's the, um, the added advantage or the difference with the camper van as opposed to what you had previously with Pinky? 
Now, so pinky, uh, we rely on uh, people to tow uh, the uh, pinky. Uh, so essentially, uh, we have a, a range of volunteers from the New Zealand Motor Caravan Association who kindly donate their time uh, to tow pinky from place to place. Uh, our nurses are not uh, the best towers in the world, hmm. uh, specialise in breast health, but not towing. Yeah. So fundamentally, what this enables us is uh, the ability to expand uh, our program uh, with a camper van, which nurses can drive. And so essentially, pinky will still be out there on the road. Uh, However, it will be supplemented with our nurses' uh, self-driving to rural communities. Uh, Essentially, uh, it will tour the country. Uh, Every year we design a tour uh, and make sure that we are hitting towns uh, that haven't had um, breast health in it for some time. So all of that's done in conjunction with Breast Green Aotearoa and their service providers. So that way, uh, rural communities are getting the best possible care that we can deliver them. And when is the camper van due to um, hit the road and uh, get go on a nationwide tour? So all going well uh, early on in the new year. Uh, not too early, but uh, probably around April time is when we're expecting the new pink camper camper van to be fulfilled uh, obviously we're raising funds right now and we're looking for $600,000 which will cover the copper, the cover its bill and operating costs for the first two years so that way we can uh, do more to support rural New Zealand. Great, if people want to contribute, I don't know if you're taking contributions or how the funding model works but um, if people want to find out more info. Absolutely, head to our website breastcancerfoundation.org.nz uh, and there's a donation page there which you can merrily donate away to. Thank Fantastic. You. Yeah, good stuff. Why not? To make the pitch, Aileen Rayner, Chief Executive of Breast Cancer Foundation New Zealand. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it and all the best with the, uh, with the new pink camper van. Thank you very much. So interesting read on RNZ today. The number of cattle exported by sea in 2022 looks set to surpass the amount sent offshore last year, despite, as we know, of course, the practice being phased out. So last year we had about 134,700 cattle exported. So far this year, a shade over 95,000 have left our shores for China. But there are another five shipments that have been given certificates from MPI uh, to export over 40,000 before the end of the year. So when you do all the numbers, and if those shipments... uh, Uh, take place as planned. The number of animals exported this year will be slightly above last year's number, sitting at about 135,800 just a touch under that of course um, the government announced last year it will ban the practice from April 2023 following a review. Uh, Animal Genetic Trade Association Chair Mark Willis who we've spoken to uh, a number of times on the programme says despite New Zealand banning live exports the demand from China certainly remains and and um, basically, he says, when this ban comes into effect, China will look to take its business elsewhere. And also, I see that Captain Kane, Kane Williamson, uh, is uh, still going to carry on as global ambassador for Rocket Apples. He's extended his global ambassadorship for a further year, and he's also adding to his investment portfolio by taking a stake in the Longlands Rocket Apple site just south of Hastings. This is the company, of course, that took out the Supreme Award at the New Zealand International Business Awards last month, and the chief executive, Mark O'Donnell, uh, from 
from Rocket Global Limited says that Takane supporters already helped Rocket make inroads into the lucrative Indian and subcontinent market. That is the show for today as always. Thank you for your company. Don't forget to check out Rover and wherever you get your podcasts from, check out the Rex and Rex Today podcast. You will find them there. And as always, thank you very much to the team at NetSpeed for bringing us the show, netspeed.net.nz. Have a great rest of your day. Mark and Leah up next.